Ultra. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we drink plenty of water as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3 one smelly something minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. Uh, I'm Niall McGowan from Bat Minute. And smelling beautiful as always, it is I, John Parker of Bat <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Thanks we for are... having us again. Yep. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're happy to have you back on today's minute, which is Minute 38, the one that begins with Hoffman praising his co-worker's creative genius and ends with Eddie Brock introducing himself to J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Edward stuff this Brock week. Jr., sir. Edward Brock Jr., you Get sir. it right. <laughs> oh, man. Or pay um, the price. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, so we were, ta- we were talking earlier uh, in the week about, like, you know, Ted Raimi in general. And uh, what things we recognize him from. And I, uh, I figured I might as well do that thing where I catch us up on what actors have been up to between these movies. So um, b- between uh, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, Ted Raimi was in the American version of The Grudge yeah. uh, with Buffy. Oh, my uh, God. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, he's some character called Alex in that. And he like returned. I, okay, can yeah. we, can we, uh, I, 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 under, I know why it's called the American version of The Grudge. But I hate that it's called that because it doesn't take place in America. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah. Those yeah. <laughs> she's in Tokyo. Like oh. that's she she's like an American living in Tokyo. Like that was part of the conceit of the movie. So you just call it like the it's, remake. It's weird. It's weird to call it the Amer the mm. American the, the, grudge, the Buffy remake really of that. the grudge. <laughs> I would just call it the grudge because I'm a I'm a big nerd, so I watch a lot of Japanese movies. So to me it's Juan. Right. Oh, that's right. the yeah. that's the Japanese one. Yeah. 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 Since I'm speaking English, I have to be referring to this one. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was in that, and I, I guess they did like a follow up short to that, like called The Grudge 1.5. I don't Ooh, know. That's terrible. He, Man, he, he cannot get rid of. He can't get out of those 0. 0.5 things. Can he? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess. Um, so he did that as well. Um, he did a CSI. You know what my my <laughs> you know what my brother did. Uh, he did point five thing. I was in it more. Uh, Maybe you should think about doing something like that. Huh? Grudge director? Just a little something that we came up with, you know, me and the guys. Uh, (laughs) 0.5. He also did a a CSI in New York episode in between these movies. Something as somebody called Garage Joe, which, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that sounds like a a Ted Raimi (laughs) one-off. 2005 episode of CSI New York. I don't know. And, um, and he was in an episode of Masters of Horror as a priest. So he so he did that, and then he did like a couple of indie comedies, um, one of which, which was called High Hopes. He played Special Agent Brown, and in the other one, Freezer Burn, he played Special Agent Johnson. So, (laughs) you know, just a wide uh, range in the roles of uh, Ted Raimi in the mid two thousands. Nice and generic as well, Agent Johnson. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you know, Agent Johnson. Memorable name. Agent Brown. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, of course, since last season that we recorded this, he's been um, doing things here and there. Mostly, uh, he did a Shutter original series, like a um, like a you know a, a on Shutter the like horror network they did their own thing mm-hmm. um, called Dead Wax. It's like vinyl collector culture. I don't know. There's like a cursed record that kills people <laughs> oh great yeah you know it's it's, like that, that was things. the way the pitch went as well i was like i don't know it's about like a, <laughs> like a cursed record that's enough right yeah. you know it's uh, that's enough for sure right <laughs> <laughs> something like that but yeah as he did that last year and he played a recurring character in that but you know it's te- it's ted Raimi. i feel like the first couple things you see him in that's like who he is now in your brain yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. he's always gonna be hoffman to me mm. He's always jocks her to me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great fight there in the um, Ash versus Evil Dead show as well, which was like. Oh, yeah. Chet and uh, Henrietta. That was was a frustrating one as well, because I know loads of people who really love the Evil Dead, yet I was the only person I knew in person who was watching the show. So every time I'm like, oh, you keep it up with Ash vs. Evil Dead? No. Why would I watch that? It's like, it's more Evil Dead. What the hell do you want from it? (laughs) Well, Niall, you know. I. TV. I. I, quite hate the evil dead so i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i did a whole um thing at school all about the evil dead actually even though i hated it i was like i I did a big uh i did an homage to it as a short film (laughs) even though i didn't like it (laughs) oh man no it, it came is, out quite. It is well. of the right budget for homaging as a student film. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it went. It went quite well, I believe. Yeah. You, know, you know, get some, get a couple lattes. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so what's uh, what, what was J.K. Simmons up to? Did had he done? Did he do Juno between these? Um, no, Juno is a little later. Let me double check. I think Juno is um, 2008, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be right. Oh, okay, this. Yeah. Yeah. interesting. Um, so in between this, he did a couple smaller movies like Thank You for Smoking. He was the oh. uh, cigarette executive in that. Yeah. The other Jason Reitman movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably what got him the gig on Juno. Um, and he did uh, The Astronaut Farmer with Billy Bob Thornton. I don't know. Oh. Um, but mostly what he was doing was like a steady string of uh, like that guy guest star gigs on TV shows. So mm-hmm. in between Spider-Man 2 and 3, he did Arrested Development, Nip Tuck, Numb three years or numbers, whatever you actually call that show. <laughs> Numb three years. And, uh, <laughs> That's definitely the title. Numb yeah, three years for good, sure. Good. I'm glad. But, you know, fan four stick. Um, and he did uh, the West Wing. Oh, and nice. this is also yeah, yeah. One just one episode each. These little guest star roles. The like, uh, I get, they used to call those the money makers because it was like how you had a steady gig living where you could have a good meaty guest star role that would you know pay for your rent the year. But uh, they're they're fewer and far between these days. Uh, and he also did, that's when he started uh, having a recurring voiceover role on uh, Justice League Unlimited as General Wade Eiling? Eiling? I don't know. I don't watch that show. But I guess that was his first brush with DC before he uh, was Commissioner Gordon later in the day. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, because um, actually, yeah, isn't he in all of Jason Reitman's movies? Because if that's the case, that means that but next that's year possible. we're going to be getting some J.K. Simmons in Ghostbusters, I guess. If that's the, if oh that, wow! If that's going to be the director. Yeah, because yeah, he's in Up in the Air. Is uh, he's like the um, the fired guy right. who has like the big story? Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't remember him in Young Adult. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, let me scroll. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, um, but uh, yeah, that would be. I'd be for it. Yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I think mean, um, he yeah. would totally suit a Ghostbuster like, if he was. 
the new Walter Peck kind of guy or something. Right, that's exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yes, yeah. please. Yeah. I need it. I'm mostly yeah, looking for sure. forward to On His Horizons. Um, Scott got me excited about this project because I didn't know the uh, the source material, but the uh, Robert Kirkman's Invincible series for Amazon, mm-hmm. they're doing a TV, uh, animated series version of Invincible, and he's going to be um, Omni-Man. Oh. Um, oh. Stephen Yun is... Yuan, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm so sorry. Uh, Stephen Yun uh, from The Walking Dead is playing uh, Mark Grayson, his son, in that. So that mm-hmm. sounds... He's, he's cool. everywhere, that guy now. Glenn. Oh, like, yeah, man. Yeah. Every time I turn a corner, it's like, oh, there he is again. Like, he's just... Fun. I watched that... I um, was getting caught up in the, the Twilight Zone. I was watching the mm-hmm. Ana Lily Amapur episode. I was like, what the crap? There he is again. What the... Get, get off my, oh, he's <laughs> off my TV for five seconds, Stephen Young. I uh, thought yeah. that was even out. You just reminded me. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it's hit and miss. Like, like any Twilight Zone series, basically. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's, that's what they're the for. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steven Yen's really good in uh, Sorry to Bother You. Did you guys see that movie? Oh, yeah. I like, loved, loved Sorry oh, to Bother You. He's so, like, like charming slash sleazy slash, like, re- I don't know. He's just, Actually, like, such a cool guy. If you had to replace J.K. Simmons as a guy in Sorry to Bother You, get Terry Crews in for J. Jonah Jameson. Oh. <laughs> that that <laughs> I would watch. Oh, that I could work. That. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. Actually, that's a question, because yeah. I guess if anyone's going to know, it would be you guys, but... You know, Jonah has a very brief cameo in the post-credit bits of Spider-Verse. But I've never... He's not like a... It's not like they got J.K. Simmons in to do the voice or something. Like, you think they would have, but... Do you know who oh, did yeah. the voice for him? And like, he has, like, a, a Spider-Man point at first, obviously. And I was like, is it... It could have been Stan Lee. Oh, they could have got yeah. Stan Lee to do that, but... It's just like, um, who... I would have assumed they would get somebody recognizable in to do jonah for like that little joke but. yeah I, i'm gonna look it up as we're talking but i'm I'm pretty sure they were trying to make it sound like the the voice actor who did it in the 1960s show mm. basically the, oh like, yeah they're imitating right. that guy uh, yeah da, 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 da. let's see full cast and crew this is my yeah. favorite part of any podcast <laughs> it might be because uh, i think because i think the voice playing the the other one is the original voice that played spider-man that's the that actual show. guy yeah holy crap yeah oh i think God. it's the actual guy yeah that was just like uh, yeah, the, the greatest. The credits, so. That was like one of those things like after that whole movie, but like that was amazing. You couldn't make that any better. And then the post credit <laughs> scene is like, oh, they just made it better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different kind of pointing. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Rude to point. Yeah. You're pointing at me right now. What the? I had that going with my nephew. Yeah. I took him out to see it. And we were doing that for like weeks after of just <laughs> randomly pointing at each other and giving out about it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's not listed in the credits, but there's a lot of people who just have additional voices credits. So it was probably one of them doing an imitation. Okay. Of, yeah, <laughs> of what was going on there. Uh, so what about uh, what about Banksy? What has she been up to? Oh, our, our good lady Banksy. So I mean, we all we all love uh, uh, our our good friend Elizabeth Banks. Um, you know, you know her Hunger Games Lego Movie mm-hmm. Thirty Rock mm-hmm. Elizabeth director. Banks. Yeah. director Elizabeth Banks. The- Director of the new Charlie's Angels, Elizabeth Banks, yes. Um, Which so looks really good, by the way. Everyone. I'm excited for uh, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, intrigued. I'm intrigued, yeah. yeah. So between uh, Spider-Man 2 and 3, she had a couple small, but I think uh, instrumentally memorable turns. So that this is when she did the 40-year-old virgin, mm-hmm. where she was uh, like Beth, the, the horny girl in the bathtub. And, right. Um, and she did a she did a football mer- movie with Mark Wahlberg, which I wouldn't normally include, but it's also called Invincible, and I thought that was hilarious. Um <laughs> And she did a movie that's I'm near and dear to my heart. But uh, in between Spider-Man 2 and 3 is when she filmed Slither. 
with oh, James Gunn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is... Oh, nice. A lot of love from Slither. Like, yeah. what, I love Slither. It's like one of my favorite horror comedies basically of all time. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Because it's, it's her as the female lead against Nathan Fillion in a movie written by James Gunn. You got to see it. Mm. It's so fun. There's I a... have legitimately never seen that. I know that's... Awful uh, of me. Oh, that's okay. All yeah. I've heard is how good it is. There's a moment yeah. in that of like if ever needs to sum up the appeal of Nathan Fillion as an actor, where he <laughs> has a big fight to try to get his hand on a grenade, and then as soon as he gets yeah. it, it flies out of his hand and into a pool, like into a swimming pool, <laughs> and it just stays on his face for a second of him just like dumbfounded looking at it. And it was like I was properly guffawing in the cinema when I saw that. Yeah. It's like the, one of like the greatest tiniest. expressions I've ever seen on any actor. There's the tiniest little like in the pool when the grenade goes off and he's lost the chance to use it. And it's just, his face is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Highly recommend it. And then the other big thing she did was um, this is when she started doing her recurring role on Scrubs as oh. Dr. Kim Briggs, the urologist, like love yeah. interest. Yeah. So this yeah. was like, this was a big period of time for Elizabeth Banks, even though she's not given a lot to do in these movies. This was like. Well, she's given a lot more to do in this movie oh, yeah. than the I mean, other it goes ones. Up. Mm. So, like, yeah, it improves each time. Yeah, this is yeah. Fun. I thought I could yeah. ask you guys because, guess you know, we're all we're all involved in the superhero uh, game here somewhat. Have you guys have oh, you yeah. seen Brightburn yet? Because that's like the latest I, I thing I've seen her in. But she's in that, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah, have. She's yes, like, she's the the mother in that. But um, yeah, she's Ma Kent. <laughs> the Ma. thing is, I really I know it's gotten very kind of snippy reviews. I'm a big gore hound guy. So I loved it because okay. it's just a full blown gory horror movie. But I was—I know some yeah, people do I have actually, a have legitimate. Well, I don't even know if it's legitimate. But I know a lot of people have real like, no, 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 no. I'm not going. Yeah, I would hate it. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> they're they, an aversion to gore. If you have an aversion to gore, I guess you wouldn't like it. Oh, I, yeah. I actually think they could have gone harder on the gore than oh they God. did. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I don't even think they went that hard. I was. I was prepared for like a real gore fest, and uh, it, I did not get that. Mm, uh, yeah. I didn't think. Uh, but uh, it was. It was. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> it was interesting. So like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. it, but it does have a real like. You could have done more with the concept. To be fair, like yes. you kind of at the end, you're yes. like, yeah, I guess that was enjoyable, but. Yeah, that was an idea there that you could have really expanded out into a thing, but yeah, it felt it, it seemed like the idea was stronger than the movie itself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. So, um, but no, uh, E Banks is great. I, I love her. Yeah. I love her in this. I love that she's she basically has like equal screen time to Jonah in this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I have um, a lot of love though for. What's the name? Like Anna Nushka Rice, the the girl who's playing Betty Brant in the new movies. Oh, and Gory, yeah, and Gory, uh-huh. Gory Rice. But like, yeah. um, just like her little the little news reports, the awkward news report she was doing with that other guy were some <laughs> oh, of my yeah. favorite parts in that whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know she has a lot more. This is going to give away the game a little bit, um, but we can't. We haven't technically seen Far From Home at recording of this, but I know she has a lot more to do in that one, which is mm. exciting because I see. think she's a great actress. But yeah, so that's good. And then, of course, uh, Bill Nunn is in here. Um, Mm -hmm. And honestly, and this is, I guess, a thing that I'm just seeing more and more evidence from every time we do one of these catch-ups where it's like all these like great actors that we love and I'll like look at um, one of the few people of color and they don't have as much going on in their career in between these films. I'm like, oh, that's... hmm. Hmm, that sucks. Like, yeah, pretty much all of our like white leads had like several movies they've done in between these. Um, uh, Bill Nunn, who 
played like one of the most iconic characters in cinema. We played Radio Raheem and Do the Right Thing. Mm. Has like a hard time getting work and in the it's early two thousands. I do yeah, have insane. personal headcanon that mm. the end of Do the Right Thing, Radio Raheem does not die, and he gets community service mm. working for the Daily Bugle. And his, his name, <laughs> yeah. of course, isn't Radio Raheem. It's Robbie Robertson. And it's because like, of the R. Oh. And it's actually Perfect. like 20, rules, 20 yeah. years of working with Jonah has like this big, imposing, like domineering presence of Radio Raheem has been whittled down to this exasperated man. who's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's all it. of us. I love work. it. <laughs> That's fascinating. I love it. Yeah. So he did the pilot for a um, uh, ABC series. It's sort of like a soap opera thing called uh, October Road. It only lasted two seasons. It would like they aired it after Grey's Anatomy, but it was like, uh, oh, it was like soap operas about like, oh, there's a a novelist who like is having writer's block and he's got to go back and visit his hometown and reinteract with all the people that he grew up around and some oh, of them great. he wrote about in favor of like, a, I don't know. So a, Zach, you are fantastic at, at pitching these shows. Like you should be going into <laughs> networks all the time. Like oh, it's about like yeah, a. It's, it's a writer, and he does good. a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you make that sound good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So writers here are the opposite, The TV right? show. Writers block the TV show. All right, let me see if I can, with these other two, spruce them up a bit. Um, he had a small role in a, a movie called Out There, which was a Kevin Corrigan Ooh. vehicle. Like a... You know, uh, Kevin Corrigan is one of those like uh, uh, that guy actors. He was the like the weird professor in Community, and he's he's just a weirdo guy. I don't know. Uh, but it was oh, a comedy like, around him. We're this desk a time desk that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, and he. <laughs> it's a movie about three dudes who take a trip to the country, and then their vacation plans turn chaotic. Oh no! Oh, I don't know. who'd have thunk I, it? I guess in the vein of like a without a paddle type mm. thing. And um, and the last thing that Bill Nunn did was a. Um, a, f- a film that sounds interesting to me. I, it started as a started life as a, a music video, and then they decided to expand it into a feature film. And then mm. that feature film was produced by HBO Films to air on HBO, and then it got a little bigger, and eventually Universal distributed it in theaters. So it is a movie that made it to theaters. It is a uh, musical about the Prohibition era, like American South. A speakeasy where there's like a, a performer and a club manager who are played by Andre 3000 and Big Boy, mm. because of course this was originally an Outcast. Oh, I remember music this. video, yeah. But they expanded it out into a feature film, so it's this like why? Um, it's this like jukebox <laughs> musical type film using the, the current album of Outcast at the time, but is it's like why there's would a you do this? I don't know. I I, I mean. It's a cultural artifact of 2007 that, like, Outcast was big enough that they were like, you know what? It's time for the Outcast feature film. <laughs> that's that's a know. lost art I'm form, sure I think. Great. Like, bands and things <laughs> having having movies. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. Obviously, me the and Niall here, we live in Liverpool. Uh, the oh, Beatles. Yeah. Mm. The oh, Beatles used to have a lot of movies. Um My favorite band, the Sex Pistols, they tried to rip that off. They They had a movie that was absolutely terrible. What was the um, the village people one? There's a village people one. Yes, I think, yeah. uh, and I would argue, I I will defend this, right? Yeah. Spice World. Oh yeah. Spice World rules. Yeah. It's yeah. it rules that that Spice Girls movie. It it's harkening back to the Beatles movies. It knows it's stupid. It knows it's crap. Yeah. We, it's gotta, we it's need gotta, this to come back for acts now. It's got like a sequel coming. 
kind of. There's like an animated oh, Spice yeah, Girls. The animated film, yes. Animated. Yeah, the animated yeah. film. The thing is, if we didn't have Spice World, we wouldn't get Josie and the Pussycats, which no. is like the best. <laughs> yeah. The best. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I've been hold. I think I'm supposed to be going on uh, the real comics. Uh, the, the real, what do we call it? The, the real heroes comics podcast? Real comics heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think I called Josie's and Pussycats. I'm like, I don't know when they're getting to it, but I know it's sometime in the next couple of years, <laughs> and I am ready to, to talk about that movie. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Oh, boy. That's so much fun. Um, but yeah, so that's basically the, uh, the gist of it. Obviously, there's no updates on him since uh, the last recording because he passed away in 2016, unfortunately. Mm. God, I love Bill Nunn. He has such a decency to his presence. Um, I just wish he had more to do. Yeah, but, he's, um, he's great in this. I loved him. He is. Should we talk yeah. about the, the, the things going on in, in the minute? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, why not? Yeah. That yeah. might yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only 20 minutes in here, but I guess we should probably get to that. <laughs> well, I, I um, was really confused, right? Because, like, why is this buzzer so aggressive? If he's got, like, uh, blood pressure problems, heart issues, or whatever. As you say, she must have turned that up right. There's no need for this thing to be so over the top. This this is just like this is Betty Brant's like day off now. Like she's just having <laughs> yeah. the time of her life. But like I, he can't he can't do anything to me. And I, this guy is constantly hanging over my head, constantly barking my head. Like I'm friggin' got tinnitus from listening to him constantly. <laughs> so now yeah. I, now it's Betty's turn to be like, yep, I'm just gonna turn up the buzzer and just every <laughs> opportunity to aggravate him, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. spite fueled gags are uh, some of my. I favorites. think she's. I think she's added an additional buzzer, like like a, a vibrator to the desk, like wired <laughs> it to the buzzer, because uh, there's no other explanation for why it's so violent. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is the one person who needs that buzzer to be very low, very calm? Yeah. yeah. Well, think of it's low and calm. I mean, you I don't want to. I don't want like, to. I don't. I, I don't want to like reference a, a, a gift, John. But uh, I mean, that's the joke. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously. But you know, if we're, if we're looking at this as a as a Christopher Nolan realism, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The logic of this scene, I'm just not quite. <laughs> and I love how Following. you can see that last buzz coming, the one that's delayed, it builds up to it. You can see yeah. it coming, but if anything, that makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even get to take his pill. It just, <laughs> they go all over him and then he just, he just, okay, all right, I'm, forget it. I'm not doing it. Uh, Continue. <laughs> but the timing of the look too, like if he has, okay, he gestures at each one, right? And then he stops and checks with her and we cut away knowing this is still going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> You know. know for a fact it's gonna happen. You just wonder, like, it's what the, what was yeah. the outcome of like how long did this keep going? Where she was doing this to him for like a couple of days until Jonah <laughs> was like, "No, that's it, forget it," and it just like ripped out the buzzer, threw it out the window, and then it's just back to square one because you know he's not gonna keep that going for like the rest of his oh, life yeah. or anything. Maybe this is first day with the buzzer, and like by Wednesday it's gone. Like it's like three days yeah. in. They're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you could get yeah, out this, of it. You could just say, sorry. This buzzer is not I... long for this world. I'd be surprised if it made it to the end of the day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> she could just that's pretend. Why she, and she knows it. I think that's why she's getting her best use out of she's it now. Get her money's worth. <laughs> yeah. I do like the idea as well, though, that like, you know, Jonah, you know, you guys want to talk about in the first movie, like J- Jonah comes across like a complete asshole because he is an asshole, but at the same, there's a shred yeah. of decency to him because he doesn't tell Green Goblin who's taking the pictures of Spider-Man and stuff. 
But like, I yeah. do like the idea that as well. Like, you'd think for all his bluster, he would immediately fire Betty after this and be like, "You were deliberately aggravating me too. You're out." But I do like yeah. that he probably she's been around so long. He probably does have a fondness for her. So it's like, of course, I'm not going to actually do anything to her because now she's part right. of my system. And it's like, um, I think that's part of the confidence that she has there as well. So it's like, well. At the end of the day, he might talk a big game. He might come out and roar my head off. Yeah, but mm-hmm. nothing will actually right. happen out of it. Like, I mean, it's like it's like playing a trick on your dad. I think is how she's viewing it. Because I mean, because <laughs> I mean, like ultimately, like there are certain people that he will fire, and then there's certain other people that are like completely safe no matter what they do. I mean, how many times does does he just degrade Ted Hoffman? Yeah, oh, yet yeah. he never fires him. Never. <laughs> Um, and I think I think Robbie's one of those people. I think she's one of those people. Uh, I, there's just there's there's people that he just will not fire, um, and all the ones that uh, are not safe happen to be featured extras. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, or you know Peter Parker for when, when he uh, occasionally gets fired right. and immediately rehired. Yeah. Right, kept at arm's length. Well, he's not on staff yet, so he can't really technically fire him. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, freelance, That's best thing in the world. Sense. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> It's the worst. Uh, best uh, thing in the world when you're working for me, because I can't fire you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so I. Uh, this is. I don't know if this was in the script or if this was a uh, Topher Grace original, but um, there is nothing worse than someone who plays the name game earnestly. Oh God. <laughs> yes. I, I don't. I don't like. This is the worst, and the fact that he like points at her and she knows who he is and is just just full body rolling her eyes <laughs> at this guy um i mean it's just it's agonizing the name game is just an agonizing thing mm. i mean uh, I, I particularly uh, have beef with it now after doing again writing several you know like at this point two seasons in i've written about 200 outros for batman where we have like i'm trying to rhyme everything all the time and then you, the lyrics of that uh-huh. song is like, oh, there's no name that I can't rhyme. It's like, you're just putting M and F and stuff in front of it. That's not rhyming. That's <laughs> just work. making up no new words. You haven't done the real work. It's like, there's okay? No... Like, you, haven't, you haven't toiled the way we have. You know how many yeah. hours Stupid. of my life I've spent on thesaurus.com now trying to figure out words that go together <laughs> with other words? God damn it. Well, Niall, you if anything. sacrifice? <laughs> if anything, that's better for his character, right? Because what an annoying little turd he is. Yeah. He can't yeah. even do this properly yeah. to your God, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Betty hates this guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is, it, there is a, there is a physical revulsion. Um, there's this bit where he was, she goes, he's busy. And she does this little, mm, sorry. <laughs> like, it's it reminds me exactly of the Bruce Campbell face of like when yes. he points that the no one can be seated after the play has started and he just yes. goes mm. <laughs> like it's it's it, that exact look and it's it's she's just loving it <laughs> uh, because she just she loves telling this guy no because he's such a piece of crap. <laughs> I like I like too that when he enters uh he's framed by the Charles Manson front page. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's right between "Libid Up," which is one headline, oh, boy. and the other headline: uh, Charles Manson, head of uh, head of uh, uh, family kill family cult, right? Killer like, family something, yeah. Killer, killer family, family cult, yeah. yeah. Cult, oh, he's the worst. 
I just imagine though, back when they were reporting on that, like a long-haired Jonah, <laughs> like a much mellower guy, just like, oh man, have you heard about this <laughs> this guy? He was, Crazy, right? he was Mr. Chill back Do then. Do we think Jonah ever had long hair? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> oh God, no. I was about that. Actually, if, went anything, back if anything, this is the longest his hair has ever been. He's <laughs> yeah. probably typically had shorter hair. Yeah, yeah, he's in need of a cut. Was. Yeah. Um, now, Johnny Unitas, uh, there's a haircut you can set your watch. <laughs> did, did you guys get this uh, nice and easy joke when you first saw this movie? Well, that's, uh, I didn't. That's, that's, I looked so, this up now, and I've, I was like, oh, there must yeah. be a deodorant called nice and easy that's like like brute or something that people make fun of a lot. And it turns I out like, nice and easy is a, it's a hair dye. It's hair dye. So, yeah, it's a Clairol product, hair dye. Oh. So when everybody's like asking, what's this awful smell? It's his hair oh. because he has dyed it to look cooler. And I, I mean, this sort of piggybacks about what we talked about with the frosted tips earlier. But like, I am so in love with the idea of, you know, OK, so what are the things people know about Eddie Brock from the comics? I don't know. He's the Venom and he's got blonde hair and he's a big bulky guy, whatever. Um <laughs> That one of those physical characteristics, Eddie Brock has blonde hair, being like a, a literal manifestation of he is like Peter Parker, but he has blonde hair because he thinks it will make him look cool. Like yeah. it's not that he is a blonde guy; it's right. that he's a douchebag trying so hard. And that went right past me when I first saw this movie, but I love it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes so much more sense. That's perfect. I did not know that was hair dye. I assumed it was like cologne or something like Niall said, like a like a brute, mm. a kind of <laughs> cheap cologne. Right. So te- it would be a terrible, no- in retrospect, it would be a terrible name for uh, any kind of like cologne or aftershave or I anything. That, yeah. Like it's a terrible name for that. It <laughs> makes sense as a name for hair dye, but like. <laughs> The, I don't get what, why he's anything nice else. It would just be like, yeah, this is my cologne, nice and easy. Because <laughs> that's what? what I am. I'm both nice and I'm easy. Oh yeah. But it's all, also, Gross. it's kind of like he's showing it off too. It's like it's a little thing called nice and easy, as if this is going to impress her in some way. Like yeah, you've like, dyed, you've dyed your hair. This it so that was because I always thought at the time was like, oh, his hair looks terrible in this. But I guess that's yeah. just mm-hmm. fashion now or something. But now knowing this, it's like, oh, are they deliberately trying to make his hair look terrible? Like, Yes. That's part yeah. of the joke. It's kind of like now making fun of, like, hipsters. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look I, at his face. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> That's yeah. what cracks me up, how cocky he is about this. And everyone yeah. else is just repulsed. <laughs> I really want to know what it was that pushed... Uh, uh, Jonah over the edge with this Ted Raimi presentation um, because Take like we pick. miss it because the last thing we see him it go continue and then the next thing we see is him kicking Ted out of his office so like what 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 was the straw what what was the last straw what happened what broke the camel's back well he arranged more of the words on the board if we look behind him we just can't read them like oh yeah He's got had the bugle slogan on the left, and then he's unmixed some of those other ones. Maybe it was that thing about the bugle blowing that he like trotted that out oh, as yeah. another <laughs> or or the rebate. Or Wait, the rebate. you mean we're gonna pay them for getting our, our newspaper? Get out! <laughs> I do love the fact too that it happened in like the split second that Betty turned her head because like maybe had she been like keeping vigilant watch, this he wouldn't have had the opportunity to blow. But it's about like, yeah, she literally yeah. took her eye off the ball for the talk to Eddie Brock for two seconds, and Jonah's already blown up and thrown a guy out of his office. Eddie ruins everything. That's the that's the theme we're going for right now. 
Oh, for sure. He's the worst. He's terrible. Oh, God. Maybe you have to do Hoffman's bad idea in the cut because no idea from Hoffman is bad enough to merit being called the worst idea he's ever come up with. Like, yeah, maybe it's, it's got to be the we... rebate. It's got to yeah. be the rebate. Yeah, it's... it has to be. <laughs> That's just finished it there. Yeah, it has to be. There's an extended Your big idea. Your big idea is to rebrand the bugle and give people a rebate. No. <laughs> The Surely buck stops that, that's here. It's going to be a success. How could that possibly fail? Yeah, we're going to give away fifty. We're going to give away fifty percent of our of our profits. It's not even like five percent. God, God, the worst. Get a quarter. Get a quarterback. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. And that, yeah. But the uh, the the second, what's that smell? And the answer being Eddie Eddie Broxer or Broxer Eddie Brock Jr. <laughs> That's what that smell is. I feel about what's that smell? Broxer Edward Brock Jr. I feel about the temptation though, because like I've like tragically lost my hair some years ago, no, so I've no I no real means man. to need to go out and buy nice and easy. But now I'm curious as to what that actually smells like, <laughs> just to see how <laughs> terrible it actually is. <laughs> I I, just, I would assume like a like a perox like a very chemical smell like a like a peroxidey yeah. nair kind of smell is what I would imagine mm-hmm. something. Well, I guess something just very unappealing. They think yeah, the indication guessing. is that he's overused it, so that's why like most normal people could put it on and they'd be fine. But he's done it so much that like <laughs> everyone who encounters him is right. like, "What's that smell?" Like, <laughs> yeah, God. he's left it or on he, far like, too He long. likes the smell of it, so he didn't like fully wash it out. He's like, yeah. I'll just let it keep working throughout the day. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. so who am I to mock? I like the smell of coal tar shampoo. What? Have you <laughs> not had that right? <laughs> It's often used for like medicinal purposes, like you've got scalp problems oh, or anything yeah. like this. Oh, okay. okay, like a head and shoulders kind of deal. Okay. Yeah, but like a really strong version. There's a brand here called T-Gel, I think. Uh, T-Gel. Oh. And it, it smells of coal because that's what it's made mm. of and it helps your scalp and stuff. Is it like black? Like it's like kind a of dark coal? It's kind of orange. Huh. And you can oh. get soap made out of it as well, coal tar right. soap. And it's like uh, in the past it was considered cheap and nasty and what they give you in like prison. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it turns out it's actually quite good for your skin and your oh. scalp. And That's them. where you got uh, you got hooked on it, John. Was it during your uh, your ten years stint. inside? Yeah. Your stint. <laughs> Niall, you're supposed to keep quiet. About that. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't tell them all. But uh, no, yes, I'll be sure I, to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> during my prison spell, I uh, became very acquainted with coal tar. Uh, gotcha. no, it, it smells lovely. It's beautiful. I love it. But some people really hate it. It's a yeah. very strong coal smell. It kind of you can smell it on you all day. It kind of smells like um, like your grandparents' house would smell. Like it's got that yeah. kind of like old. Oh. It does smell of like oldie time kind of things. In a like mothballs. Yeah, kind of. like yeah. a yeah. chemical. Yeah. Well, it was like normal soap in like Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's, I like uh, uh, fascinating. I like the smell of campfire, like when you go camping and then like your clothes yes. still smell like the fire. I, sure. I love that smell, but like some people hate it. They'd like, they'll be mad that you like reek of campfire when you come back. I love but, that. It's, yeah, something like that. That's really nice. Mm. But some something related to that that I do hate hmm. is I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of various drinks. I'll go around trying very, oh. different cultures drinks. But there's mm-hmm. a Chinese tea I can't stand, right? Lapsang Sushong. Okay. Oh. And it's a smoked tea. 
Oh. And Whoa. like when I bought this, my, my cupboards smelt of it for about two months. It was terrible. <laughs> it it's it tastes like you've poured water into a used barbecue and then sort of let it sit there for six weeks and then poured it out into a cup. It it's that sounds terrible. It's disgusting. I hate it. I can't stand it. Oh my god. <laughs> Just reminds me though of um Really recently, like we had um, like a bunch of my friends, we went back over and we were in my hometown and we went up to my friend uh, Anthony's house and Anthony's a, a massive Spider-Man fan actually, but uh, hmm. like crazy level neat freak, like it's as flat as spotless. And uh, we had a thing that we're sitting, we played um, a couple of games of like overcooked and stuff. And then we're like, oh, we'll pop down here and then we'll pop back you know, later and stuff. He's like, yeah, fine, I'm going to stay here. Another friend of mine left uh, a bunch of bananas that he had bought. And then on the way back, like, we're calling Anthony going like, oh, yeah, we're coming up back up. He says he's he's looking forward to reclaiming his bananas. And he's like, oh, I threw those bananas out. They were stinking up the whole place. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, like, the, within seconds of leaving the door, apparently the, the skin on one banana had torn slightly. And this was apparently so pungent that he threw out the entire <laughs> bunch of bananas. What? And on the drive back up, that one, the other guy was just like, he kind of laughed about it. And first, and then after a couple of minutes, he's like, wait a minute, what? What the hell is that? How? <laughs> what? I just love the phrase, I was really looking forward to my bananas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the highlight of uh, the day over here. Yeah. <laughs> really, really looking forward to that banana. Yeah, there's not yeah. a lot going on. No. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, obviously, yeah. if you're looking forward to bananas. <laughs> hey, I look forward to my granola every morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it's an exciting muesli. part of my day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, I think that's enough talk about smells. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. And I think I think we've I think we've tapped out on this minute. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up here, uh, guys. There's lots of other podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, you can check out DuelingGenre.com. You can check out MoviesByMinutes.com. But more specifically, I think you should check out Bat Minute. Hey, does anybody know about that show that could tell us a bit about it? No, I figured. I thought they would. I thought they would pick up on the transition on their own. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. Know. We're in the subtlety today, Scott. They hand me down. All right, that's fair. I've heard of that show, but I'm. I don't know. Is it, is it any good, Niall? Have you heard of that? I think it's good. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you want to feel this one, John, or should I take it? Yeah, or? I'll take it. I'll take it. If you do want to hear more of us, we uh, we go through. Uh, well, initially, Tim Burton's Batman movies, one minute at a time. But we are, yeah. well, as of recording, we have finished Batman Returns. Yeah. And we're moving on to Joel Schumacher for better or worse. It's weird to say uh-huh. it, though. This is, like, yeah. the first time we'll ever say, like, yep, we're done. We're done with the Burton movies. So we're it's, done. like, yeah, gotta, it's, wow. it's, it's all uh, downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting uh, going forth. But uh, do catch up. Come and check us out. So we talk about Batman 89 and Batman Returns. And uh, we're, we're all over the place. You can just Google us. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Facebook at the Bat Minute Listener's Cave. You can just come and talk about anything Batman. doesn't even have to be the movie we're talking about. I just post nice. pictures of comics I've bought. Who cares? <laughs> post what you like. Post memes. There's no rules over there, yeah. guys. There's no rules. It's, it's chaos. It's as chaotic as Gotham City itself. <laughs> Hell yeah. It is a small... It's a microcosm of Gotham. <laughs> So that's what you want. And we're on Twitter, you know, all that kind of crap. We're on Instagram. Beautiful. Just look at Bat Minute. Do it. Bat Minute. 
Uh, soon to be Batman it forever. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It. And Batman it will be forever at this rate. It feels like <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we will be back tomorrow for Minute 39. Bye. 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 Bye.